Today's podcast is brought to you by Gamefly.com. Sign up for a premium free 30-day trial specifically for you, our listeners, at the following URL. Gameflyoffer.com slash nerds with mics. Again, that's gameflyoffer.com slash nerds with mics. Hello nerds, and welcome to Nerds with Mics. Today we're talking about getting goosebumps in your Marvel comic, how much of the same thing is too much, and how do you like your happy ending? This is Nerds with Mics. Hey everybody, I'm Maxwell. And I'm Tits McGee. And I'm Turd Ferguson. And this is episode 25 of Nerds with Mikes. Mikes! <laughs> <laughs> Who is that guy? Was that Stephen Hawking? That was a, it may have been, special guest uh, intro. Oh yeah. man. So we did get one of the guests we talked about earlier we did. in the stream. The other one didn't show up though. He was too busy grabbing people by the meow. <laughs> yeah, we, we mentioned on the stream earlier, Maxwell, that we may have two guests. Uh, one, we didn't give a name. We just said a scientist, or what did you say? A theorist? Or? I said a theorist or a scientist. <laughs> and then a politician, but we didn't give specifics. Uh, so we just gave hints, like Travis's meow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, so. You know. Episode 25, Maxwell. We are a quarter of a century old. I feel like every single episode, we're like, episode this, episode that. Yeah, I think we did that with episode three. <laughs> yeah, we probably <laughs> episode three. can't believe we got three episodes. Wow. <laughs> I, I really, though, honestly, I can't believe we've already recorded 25 episodes. Of it. It seems Doesn't kinda, feel like it. Seems kind of crazy. How many do you think we're going to get before they rip us off the airwaves? <laughs> I don't know. Why would they? Yeah. Uh, because we're so inappropriate. They're going to promote us to... Yeah. When you look at shows like Marin and Nerdist, they're like on episode like six and seven hundred though. We'll be there one day when we're really old. But then they'll be like on two thousand or something. Yes. All right. Well, what's everybody been up to? Hmm. That's a good question. What have we been up to? The age old question. I know what Maxwell's gonna say. Hmm. He's gonna say that Battlefield One. That's what I've been up to. You know, it's like you know me so well. <laughs> yeah. I think we've all been up to that, except Justin doesn't play on PlayStation with us. He's always on Xbox. Maxwell, we got to fix that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think we called it last uh, episode when he's not really considered a nerd. That's right. Ouch. That hurts. <clears throat> what about you, uh, What about you, Justin? I've been playing Battlefield 1. Not with you losers. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> tried out a yeah, few. Maybe that's really what it comes down I'm to. I'm just kidding. I've been playing a few other games that we'll get into later. And, uh Yeah. Work. Oh, I started Black Mirror. Have you seen that one? Nah, is it a show? I see. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's crazy. You guys would love it. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, what? I mean, are you going to give us any more than that? Is it like a, a suspense, a horror? What? what it's it? kind of like it's, they describe it as the Twilight Zone for the digital age. Well, that's and it. each episode is its own <laughs> self-containing story, and it's got like a ton of like famous people that are in it just for like one episode. Um, and Netflix just bought the show, and they completely did the se- the third season. So oh, it's a oh, wow. show now, but the first two were, I think, BBC. Well, that sounds interesting. Yeah. It sounds like something worth checking out. It's really, yeah, it's really neat. Yeah. Uh, I watched the, like, 
one episode and a little bit into the second one. Just didn't get to finish it of um, This Is Us. That's a good one. It's a good show. Dude. Punch wow. Right in the feels. Yeah, right in the feels. Yeah, right from right the get-go. Penis, yeah. And if you haven't watched the show, the first episode will get you hooked. But, man, the way they set that up. And at the very end, I was like, oh, wait. Oh, man. Like the way they tied the stories in. Yeah. So good. It makes me think of uh, – did you watch this week's uh, Westworld, Maxwell? What it came out yesterday or uh, Sunday? Yes. No, I haven't uh, seen that episode yet. Did I tell you uh, this doesn't ruin anything about the new episode? Justin, have you even watched it yet? No, I'm, I only watched the first episode. Okay, well, I'll uh, I'll tell you what my theory is, and this does this is spoiler free. But my theory is Maxwell. You know the younger guy that came to Westworld with his friend, uh, the yep. friend. That wants to like shoot everybody and just be a dickhead to everyone. You're talking about the yes, uh, McPoyle guy from It's Always Sunny. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think he is the man in black when he was younger. I think we're seeing two different timelines. I think when we see the man in black, it's a later timeline. I think when we see him, it's in the past. Because if you notice, that's a he, good theory. They both wear all black. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. So, anyways. Uh, so I guess it's my turn. So I've been watching Westworld, obviously. Um, what else have I been doing? Playing Battlefield. Also been playing Skyrim, which we'll get into into that a little later. And also been playing Titanfall as well. So well, I totally did not give the names of the games, but those are the games I was referring to. Yeah, but we'll get into more de- uh, bit. details later. But thanks for being a Why player. are you playing with this guy's rim? Because uh, I'm a huge fan of Skyrim jobs. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny thing is, your mom is also a fan of this, uh, giving them mostly. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, go ahead and get started. Uh, with Lick some, it like a lollipop. With some news. Um, so, uh, <laughs> wow. Little, I think Little Wayne wrote a song about that. I think so. Yeah. Um, so, we want to get into some uh, news. Jesus Justin, Christ. you want to uh, start us off then? Yeah, the Wii U's dead. It's dead. <laughs> it's dead. Uh, Nintendo is ceasing production of the Wii U uh, at the end of this week, uh, according to reports, and it's dead. I mean, but basically, it's been dead for a while. We were just kind of hanging on to its body. Um, but yeah, Nintendo Switch is coming, and the Wii U had a terrible life, so it's time to retire this console. So, this, but no backwards compatibility. So how how can they kill it out so fast? They killed it. Well, there's not making it anymore. I'm sure there's a million of them on the shelf still that no one bought. So, yeah, that's probably true. You can find one. Yeah, I, uh, I'll tell you, I mean, they showed a lot of the, um, they showed some of the, the Wii U games with the Nintendo Switch reveal um, that obviously you're probably going to be able to get from some sort of digital store, I assume. But I just can't believe it just, just died that quick, just straight up. Oh, here's the, the Switch that you're going to be able to get in March, and Wii U's done. Do you not feel cheated yeah. a little bit, guys? The entire the, life. That the Wii U was just like a placeholder? Yes, pretty much. Um, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't really surprise me. Um, but then again, like, I'm glad that I already have gotten rid of mine. I feel sorry for anybody that still owns one. I own one. And Maxwell owns one. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm I, over here just sw- sw- hey, you can days hack them now. thinking about it and how sad I am now. Can you do it? Can you mod them like the regular way? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Have you done it? Yeah. Oh, is it awesome? I mean, it's, it could be better. Uh, you can only. 
Well, we'll talk about this later. I don't want to disclose okay. the details of what I've done to my Wii U. Oh, okay, yeah. It's probably, <laughs> let's probably, not talk about Justin's Wii. Yeah, yeah let's not do that. Take my Wii out of this, just like I looked at it. Yeah, now, uh, Justin, you also have another story around something that uh, our friend Stephen Hawking brought up uh, during the intro to our show. You want to go a little bit yeah, into Yeah, I think he was a little confused. I think he was talking about the, uh, the term happy ending. Like in a massage parlor. What's that mean, Justin, exactly? I'm not real sure what you mean by that. See, I've never been to a massage parlor. I've only ever gotten one from your mom. So the way she does it's a little bit differently, I hear. Um, Can you give us a detail? <laughs> um, a different day. If you don't tell us, it didn't happen. <laughs> a different day. Um, now, there's a show on uh, ABC a few years ago called Happy Endings. And it was just so a comedy. Good. Yeah, yeah, it was great, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Well, um, it was. It really was canceled too soon. It was one of the smartest comedies out there. One of the greatest casts. One, so the best writing, and uh, the script supervisor for the show. She actually died earlier this year. That's unfortunate. Yeah. So what they did was is they wrote, they are they got the cast back together to do a table read for a charity in her name, uh, and they table read a script for a lost episode. But it, obviously they wrote the episode for this. Um, but it's kind of neat because it's been rumored. Uh, that Netflix could revive the show or Hulu could. Um, every year around January, the Happy Endings uh, Twitter account puts on a countdown that counts down to April 1st. And people are like, oh my God, it's happening. They're going to bring it back. And every single year, it's just a big April Fool's joke. But then this year, we actually got this table read. So um, I read the synopsis of what happened. It was goofy, as always the show is. But it was just kind of nice to see that show kind of be uh, brought back for a day. Well, yeah, I mean, anything that has Lost in it, I'm completely... Don't you know what you're talking about, Lost? Huh? Don't you talking about Lost? Because you, said that they, because you said that they were reading a script from Lost, did you not? No, Travis no, paid attention. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what happened? Travis has been playing on his phone ever since I started yeah, talking. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> yeah, Travis, it's Lost. It's a show Lost. No, you said the 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 cast. No, it was a lost episode. Like, oh, a, oh we lost this episode. Okay, my bad. That's since, fair. That's yeah, fair. since you've been talking about it today, you said a lost thing, uh, like a no, script from Lost. Like you they s- lost the episode while they were actually making. You the show said that it was a unearthed. script from Lost. No, I said a lost episode. Oh, well, and I even said a lost episode. I was really a confused from a lost episode. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, sorry. Well, I'm not a complete idiot. <laughs> well, just partial. <laughs> partial. All right, well, never mind then. I don't care if it has nothing to do with Lost. I didn't Lost. think you did. Yeah, so. You should watch the show. It's on Hulu, and it's amazing. Okay. Well, Dude, it's really good, yeah. Yeah, it's so sharp and witty. Like If Maxwell says it's good, I'll watch it. What the heck, man? Don't worry about it. When have I ever given you a bad show to watch? <laughs> That's true. I mean, you've told me. I haven't. Well, I've only ever watched We've one show. We've given him plenty of movies that he doesn't like. That's true. The only, so show that I've, the only show that I've watched that you've recommended was Vice Principals, and you didn't steer me wrong there. Yeah. However, I still need to watch Fargo and uh, and uh, Mr. Robot. Yeah, Fargo's coming back soon. They're filming now, I think. Yeah, and, and it's going to have Hugh McGregor in it, so i got to catch and up. And Jim Gaffigan. Which is, yeah, I've seen that. I've yeah. seen that. That's really awesome. All right, uh, so Maxwell, you got some Iron Man comic <clears throat> news? Uh, yeah, if you're into comics at all, this has kind of been a big, uh, topic for a little bit. Um, there, you notice that Marvel's switching out their characters a lot, right? They have a female Thor. Um, they have other examples that I didn't remember to talk about. Um, but much like having the female Thor, they have a female Iron Man on it, on her, on her way, I guess. 
but there's a couple things that are going on with that. She's like a like 15 or 16 year old uh, black bitches. female. The issue that people are having with her being black is that there are no black writers in Marvel. So some people are a little upset about that. Um, the other concern, I guess you could say, is that Iron they had bitches. released some artwork for it. And a lot of people were saying that it was like too sexualized based on like the age that she was supposed to be. So one of the illustrators had to go in and like keep like – Basically redoing his artwork to make it something that was uh, more acceptable. I'm totally fine with it. I I always kind of like it when they switch up a franchise, honestly. Um, You know, I just feel like a lot of times we get a rinse and repeat a lot with these comic characters. um, But we don't get any, we don't typically get a lot of major changes. But I could see, honestly, for those diehard comic fans that are very against change, why a lot of people would be kind of against this. But I applaud them for doing something different. So, yeah. What do you guys think about having the like the fact that there's not maybe this is too much of a controversial topic, but there's not a black writer for Marvel apparently, at least not in these the series of stuff. So it's like some people are like, you know, it's great that there's a comic book character that looks like me, but it'd be nice if somebody like that looks like me was also getting paid for it. Yeah, meaning the- that. You know, there's no black writer, so how do we resolve the, this? The diversity with their staff is troublesome. Like the fact that the lack of diversity. Yeah, I definitely yeah. feel like a lot of uh, the comic industry lacks in diversity. I mean, if you think about, uh, if you think about, well, from your perspective, like the writers, but then you also think about the actual characters themselves. I mean, honestly, if you think about it, I mean, like you said, we're probably getting into a little bit too controversial uh, topics of the, for this, but. But if you really look at all the different superheroes across um, the comic series, they're most predominantly going to be white. Yeah, which it's nice to see that they've made those changes over the years. I mean, introducing characters like Luke Cage, um, you know, back, I mean, I don't even know how long ago that was, but in the 70s probably. Yeah, did you? So they started to add in some diversity, but, you know, as, as we're moving forward, it looks like now... We're in a generation where they're going to really change it up, which is good. So maybe we will see them introduce the staff. But I feel like that's such a hard job to get anyway. Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, Now, you may have brought this up before, and this is kind of off topic. But in in Luke Cage, uh, do you remember the episode? I think it was episode four where they showed how he got his powers. Uh, I don't think I made it to episode four, to be honest. I think I was on uh, two or three. Oh, so you, I thought you had finished it. I'm sorry. Anyways, episode four, they show how he got his powers, but what's cool about it is they do like an homage to like, I guess his original costume. Cause he's like in this tank and something happens, he gets his powers, but like he has this thing around his head and he's got these shackles on his arms and he's wearing like an orange shirt and it's kind of like a throwback to how he originally looked in the comics and they kind of just paid kind of respect to that. And I thought that was kind of neat. Um, yeah. how they did it. So you'll see it when you when you eventually get there, but I just thought that was really neat. But but no, I definitely feel like that was one of the cool things I thought about the 90s X-Men. If you think about like 
if you think about the 90s X-Men cartoon, that group of characters was very diverse. You had men, you had women, you had Jubilee, which was Latino. You had, you know, I mean, there was a lot of diversity, and I just... It, I think I, Jubilee's Asian, by the way. Oh, not... I don't know what I was thinking. I'm an idiot. Anyways, but I just... <laughs> but, but no, yeah, you were But if right, you think you about... Know. But if you also think about Apocalypse, the new movie, they kind of went back to that, right? Um, so, you know. Uh, but yeah, so now... Now, staying on uh, staying on the the theme of Marvel, you also have some additional news that, that you had told us about that I found kind of interesting. Yeah, so everybody knows R.L. Stein, right? Yes. yes. <clears throat> Goosebumps, bro. Tons of yeah. It's like he writes a book every other day. It's he insane. Does. Um, this dude's seventy three years old now, which is awesome. He's still going uh, with the writing. I mean. <laughs> um, <laughs> you mean the heart? <laughs> yeah, the heart and the fact that he's still writing uh, at seventy three. Um, but it was announced uh, on a Reddit AMA that he will be working with his first ever comic book series uh, partnered with Marvel. Oh, wow. There's no word as to whether it's going to be based on any existing characters, if it's going to be scary or what the scenario is, but, you know, or even if it's a kid's series. But it'll be pretty cool to see, I think. Yeah. Now, I think the next story that you have for us that's also related to Marvel, I think this is probably the more exciting of the two stories from Marvel that, that – uh, Yeah, depends on, on you, doesn't it? Because it doesn't sound like you cared at all about R.L. Stein. Well, no, but do you think these stories kind of go hand in hand? Do you think it's possible he's involved in this next story? How about you just stop teasing me and tell me what the no, next story is? No, because they've already talked about who's involved in this one. Well, then so. tell us, Maxwell. Lay it on me. I don't know who's involved because I don't know enough about the writer, so I didn't pay attention. However. <laughs> Honesty. Officially, Marvel announced a Monsters Unleashed uh, series. Now, this is uh, available in January 2017. This is going to be a series that contains five 30-page issues. So this is a massive release. Uh, Normally, you get like, what, 20 pages or something, 10 pages in a comic book, and you're done waiting for the next one. So 30 pages, it's going to span across the entire Marvel Universe. You're going to have almost every character you could think of, shown in this series and these are massive monsters that crash land onto the planet and they're you know large scale like when you if you remember uh what was the name of that pacific rim another rim those massive yeah (laughs) (laughs) we love rims um but that they're going to be just these you know very large monsters that everybody has to come together and try to figure out why they're here and try to attack them and it's not going to be just a matter of like power and strength that's going to take these things down. Um, so there's going to be a lot of like side story, and uh, it looks pretty good. Honestly, it's getting really uh, a lot of good attention right now. Yeah, I think in in Japan they have um, is it there's something in Japan that's uh, really big over there called something Titan. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like kind of those really big monsters that fight each other but it's called something titan i know it's really big over there um so well, there's an you mean that anime there's yeah 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 that's i think a little different those mostly are just like tall human looking creatures now they call monsters like this kaiju yeah that's what i'm thinking kaiju that's right because that was what it was off pacific rim as well right yeah actually yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I, I think the concept's really neat. I like the fact that they're using a the monster as an enemy, but then you have all the heroes that you're already used to trying to figure out how to take these things down. I think that's a really cool concept. And you said that uh, so they were going to have five thirty page issues. Is that what you said? That's right. 
Yeah, that's those are pretty big issues, honestly, for something that's just coming out. But I wonder if these things are popular enough as something that we might end up seeing on screen eventually. Uh, well, they they actually in a lot of the announcement apparently today, the different articles I was reading on it, um, <clears throat> they were saying that this is going to be like a scale that they probably could never touch into in a movie because it's you know the budget right. and everything would be so huge. I mean, you got every Marvel person you could think of plus the animations to draw it's like putting i mean it, it sounds great in theory and it would be amazing to see but it's like having civil war mixed with uh pacific rim or something yeah i'd buy a ticket though i'm just saying <laughs> all right well it seems like most of our news this week is um is really around marvel and um, rims and rims marvel rims and hand jobs and hand jobs um all which is relevant. All which is relevant to Justin's mom. So it's really strange. But what I want to talk about is so on the fourth um, we get Doctor Strange. Whoa! So overall, I think the reception uh, from people that's seen the movie um, seems to have liked it so far. I don't know if Rotten Tomatoes uh, it's or any... certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, is it yeah. certified fresh? You've heard it here first, unless yeah. you went to Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> I saw first it this morning, actually. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I think other people have seen it. Yeah, but it's a uh, very popular. Website. Are you guys excited for this movie? Are you going to go see it in I theaters have or no what? No idea what this Guess movie what? is about. What? What? I got an IMAX like ten minutes <sighs> down the road, bro. Dude. You see that? Yeah, bro. You see that? It's a ninety-one percent fresh rating. But to put that in perspective. Uh, Trolls has a 78% fresh rating. So, can you really trust it? I do love Trolls. Um, just Wow, just looking at this, Atlanta has 100%. Do you guys watch Atlanta? No. I want to, I just haven't. Hot Atlanta. That's right. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's got a 91% certified fresh rating, and I have no idea what it's about, but I just really want to see it. Same. I'm going into this with the same attitude as I did Guardians, expecting to be blown away. However, one of the things that I might do that I think I've decided, I'm going to go see it in 2D first. And if I really like it, I want to go back and see it in 3D because from what I've read, they say that the way that this movie is shot and everything, that this is one of the first Marvel movies that's actually worth seeing in 3D. Right. Um, And Maxwell and I kind of have the same view. Like, we don't typically see a lot of 3D movies, but uh, I think this one is going to be worth checking out in 3D. Yeah, maybe. I'm not a huge 3D fan, so I don't know. Well, use a bitch. I don't get a lot of. I don't get well, a lot, as you guys know. I don't get a lot of chances to see movies in theaters. So I'll probably just see how I prefer. Did you ever see Avatar in three D? I did. I'll be honest with you. I didn't really care for Avatar. Well, I mean, there's a story. That movie oh. was basically just generic. You know, rehash of yeah Pocahontas. But like, it was just like, and then like every year, uh-huh. James Cameron's like, oh yeah, I'm still working on Avatar two and three. And I'm like, I really don't care. Like, yeah, it does not it's matter. too late, bro. I know that took him ten years sale. to make that one. Yeah, but. But the point, sorry, no, we got a little sidetracked. You're cool. Uh, did you not enjoy that in 3D, though? I didn't really enjoy that, that movie at all. Oh. Now, well, that movie, for me, was like one of the, yes. like, you know, like you had to see that in 3D. And if you watched it in 2D, it's not really worth seeing. Like, that was a movie, theater, 3D experience. And any other version of it, it's just like, meh. I like a more subtle 3D. Uh, I think Captain America did a pretty good job with that. Well, you know what I got to say about it? You a bitch. (laughs) Stephen Hawking just dropped in and said, you a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but but no, I'm I'm really excited to see the movie, and I think it's going to be good. So, Maxwell, a big day is coming up for us. That's right. 
us uh, November fans. yeah the seventh, which also is Mass Effect Day in seven day. What do you expect out of this? They released like a little teaser trailer today, but I haven't seen it yet. You know what? I think they're just gonna release the game. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're gonna be that. No, lucky. you think maybe a demo to the public or like a playable demo at the event? Uh, at the event and then it made available to the public. That's what I want anyway. I don't think we'll. I wish. I, I think we'll they get, never do demos though. No, I think we'll get a release date for sure. Yeah, and I think we'll get a gameplay trailer and be able to see gameplay footage of people playing. But yeah. I think that's where it stops. <sighs> I know. I think we'll know pretty much everything we want to know, though, on Monday. Have, have they announced what kind of options there are going to be? I don't think so. So maybe we'll get that. Maybe it'll be like, here's the collector's edition with a helmet or some. I'd buy that. Because... I'd wear a helmet in here every day, too. Yeah. <laughs> you just see me and I have that helmet on. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be legit. You know, I don't, I don't know. I, I do think that after Monday, I don't think we'll have many questions left. I'll tell you the well, only... Oh, go ahead, Maxwell. Sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say that. Uh, yeah, after Monday, and we record on Tuesday, we'll we'll find out yep. if we have any questions left. Two things that I want to say. Okay. One, I hope we find out more on that day than we did on Red Dead Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, two, I hope they announce uh, maybe a trilogy remaster. Which oh, I bet they will. Which I know we'll get into talking about remasters and stuff here in a little bit as one of our big topics. But spoiler alert, Dick. But I really hope that's one of the things they announce. Will you make Stephen Hawking say "spoiler alert, Dick" with a comma after alert? <laughs> yeah. eh, worry about it in your own time. But uh, <laughs> well, that's another thing too. Is like uh, with the Red Dead reveal, we've known about Mass Effect Andromeda for a year at least, and when they revealed it, it was like the tiniest tidbit of information and footage. Yeah. So really, Red Dead gave us quite a bit in its first week. When you compare it to that. I mean... But at the same time, it gave us nothing. Spoiler alert. Dick. <laughs> Is that better? That's, that's exactly what I wanted. Then. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I guess that's true. Um, I'm really hoping that you two primarily get all your questions answered. I don't really have any questions, because like I said, I'm not really interested in playing this game until I can play the other three. However... You have my Steam games. I know. They're on there. But my question is, and do we know where this falls in a timeline. Does this take place after Shepard? We know that much at least, right? Ask me on Tuesday. Okay. Right. I wasn't sure how much we already knew. We That's... don't know. We literally don't know much, do we? No. No, it, there's just uh, that you sh you could come across them in the game or I something. I just want to be friends with Garrus in real life. I just want to yeah. be friends with... <laughs> I just wish with... he was a real dude. I just want to be friends with Ryder and maybe uh, know somebody that's going to voice that character. I'm sure that's already been decided. <laughs> Maybe not. Oh, I forgot about the announcement on that. I need to look that up. They'll probably um, announce it in seven days. Oh, possibly. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Um, so, hey. What's up? Look. Yeah. <laughs> Getting serious. What up, girl? Travis. Yeah, what up, girl? You don't need to play the other three to play this one. I, I want you to know that. Okay, that's fine. But so, eventually, it's going to get to the point where you just never play. It's going to be like the eighth game and you're going to be like, oh, I still need to play the first seven. You're right. At that point, you're in too deep. Really? So just get it, play it, love it. Well, what I might do, it. honestly, is I might just go on YouTube. I mean, I'm going to hold out to, I'm going to hold out to wait to hear what they announce on Monday. But when the game comes out, if there's no remasters up until that point of the original ones, I'm just going to go on YouTube and like watch the first three games, what happened, all that type of no. stuff. No. 
No, don't do that. Mass Effect 1 is on Xbox One backwards compatible right now. If we don't get a remaster, I'm willing to bet Mass Effect 2 and 3 will become backwards compatible before this. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah, but don't I say said something I'm not, so silly like you're going like, to I said I'm not going to do that until the next games, until the new one comes out if I haven't heard anything up till that point. It's not like I'm going to do it tomorrow. Gosh, Calm your tits. All six of them. Yeah, all six of them. <laughs> all right, <laughs> so, so moving on, uh, moving right along. Uh, Titanfall 2 reactions. Uh, Maxwell, I know you didn't get to play it. Um, I know you probably don't care about playing it, but... No, it, I mean, it, honestly, it, like I said last time, it looks really good. Well, you're going to hear some good things from Justin and I. So, Justin, give me your overall... I mean, I know you haven't got... A, you played more of the multiplayer, correct? I've played a little bit of the campaign and multiplayer. i played just the campaign. I haven't played multiplayer yet. So, you go ahead and give your piece, and I'll give my piece. Super chaotic. Um, I can tell you right now, Call of Duty is, is trying so hard to be Titanfall, and it's failing. Um... Titanfall is executing all of these gameplay mechanics just infinitely better than Call of Duty could ever try. And I think it's to come down to the engine that they use. You know what's crazy is I felt like when I was playing that game, did you not feel like it played a little bit like Mirror's Edge as far as the mechanics of like movement? I never and, and, got that. but I mean, Well, with the wall running I did um and the uh the momentum so to speak because that game is really about momentum and how fast you can move uh did you have anything else to add other than that it's just a really good game the gameplay mechanics are just top notch the visuals it's such a good looking game it is i i really hate what ea did to this game yeah they set it out to die yeah but like i was telling you earlier so we've we've been saying that up until this point that this game is going to be buried under other games because it's getting released between Battlefield 1 and, you know, the new Call of Duty. However, I think that it might not necessarily be a terrible thing. Um, the reason I say that is because for those that go to play the new Call of Duty game and that might get disappointed, I mean, it, they could go to Titanfall theoretically because it's gotten such great reviews across the board for the most part. So I don't necessarily think it's the death of them per se and also i don't know if i told you this or if you knew this but one of the things that this game has over call of duty and even battlefield is all the dlc is completely free that's true there's no season pass it's all free which i think is a huge deal um maxwell where i think you would like it is most of the is more the campaign probably um i've only played the campaign so far but from the opening cutscene, I've only played, I think, to the end of the first mission so far. I was completely invested in the story. Um, you play a guy that's trying to be a pilot, which the pilots are who actually pilots the Titans. Um, it has a 91 Metacritic score right now. So it, I just want that out it's there. pretty awesome. Did you wow. you watch the opening cutscene, right, Justin, where the, the pilot is like yeah, running through murdering everybody? That was really intense. Dude, Maxwell, if you, uh, if you can at least watch the opening uh somewhere on youtube i'm sure you can find it but just the opening cutscene for that game it is awesome um but to me it almost feels like two different shooters in one because you have the run and gun style gameplay the wall running but when you get into your titan and you're actually fighting it feels like a completely different shooter yeah um and one thing you would like maxwell because i know you're a big mega man fan i know this sounds really weird but when you're playing through the campaign 
as you progress through the campaign, you come across other Titans that have abilities that you don't have. So they're almost kind of like boss Titans per se. Once you kill them, you gain the ability to use their loadout, and you can switch that loadout at any point during the game. You don't have to read. Cool. So, like, if you go up against a Titan that you know is weaker against fire, per se, you would just go in and switch your loadout immediately, and it happens in real time. Yeah. So it's almost kind of like a Mega Man S type thing. Um, the campaign I hear is only six to seven hours, but honestly, after playing the single player, it almost feels like they're kind of gearing you up to be ready for multiplayer. Which I think Battlefield 1 did that as well. Like The more the campaign I, I played, the more I felt like it was really just one big six to eight hour tutorial to go to yeah. play multiplayer. And I feel like this does the same thing, but it does it in a way like Battlefield 1 did for me where I was invested in the story. Now, uh, don't you feel like six to seven hours is pretty lengthy for a yeah, campaign? I do. I, I definitely do. Like. If I like for a first person shooter, I feel like a campaign should only be between five to eight hours. If I'm so playing like a third should, person like action adventure game, I expect that to be longer. Right. So is this a lesson that Destiny could learn? I mean that has a long campaign. I don't know why you're saying that. <laughs> I wonder it's pretty lengthy. I wonder after the DLC. That that's true. Now that is true. I mean I felt like I beat the the uh the main story for destiny in probably three to four hours um, but yeah no that's a good point i want to review shame somebody real quick on metacritic okay go ahead so this game has a really good review almost everyone's giving it don't give a tens. don't give a username i'm going to because you're gonna like it uh the user score though is a 7.8 out of 10 so i was looking through the reviews and a guy by the name of cod4 is the best uh <laughs> reviewed it here's their review this game is terrible it does not feel like a military shooter. Graphics are from, like, 2005. And art style is worse than the first game. Everything they added from the first game is either noob-friendly or cartoonish sci-fi nerd garbage. Maps, for the most part, suck. And it's not fun to parkour anymore due to the ugliness of everything. That's just a sample, but <laughs> so I this, decide what a So this baby. coming from the guy when they say sci-fi, that it loves Call of Duty forever, and Call of Duty is getting ready to go to space... Yeah, I think Call of Duty's at some point started to make fun of themselves because I don't know if you actually seen the commercials now, where like there's these people like living their everyday lives and they're miserable and everybody's like just go to space, <laughs> and it's just it's it's just getting ridiculous with a username like that. How oh, can you not? expect I immediately that? to disregard yeah. their opinion. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, this game is getting really good reviews. Um, <laughs> oh my god! This person yeah. said a poor man's Call of Duty. But but. <laughs> But what a lot of people don't understand is after the first Titanfall came out, that's all Call, Call of, of Duty, Duty just said, hey, I like that. We're taking it. Exactly. <laughs> they so did it very poorly. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you hands down, I am much more excited to play Titanfall 2 than I am the new Call of Duty. Oh, God. So. I, I, we only got Call of Duty for Modern Warfare, the last good game in the series. Yeah. But I will say that my tone has completely changed since we first started talking about Titanfall 2 because I know several, several episodes ago I said... I didn't care anything about Titanfall 1. I don't care about 2. And I have to say that I'm extremely uh, impressed by the game. So that's pretty much all that uh, we're going to talk about with that because I don't want to beat a dead horse. But Maxwell, I would recommend if you haven't checked out gameplay that you should do that. Hey, you know what? I might do that. All right. Um, do Before it. we move on, um, was there anything else you guys needed to talk about? Nope. Not at all. All right. So now... A quick word from our sponsor. For you, the listeners of Nerds with Mics, 
Gamefly is offering a premium free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get your free trial today, go to GameflyOffer.com slash NerdsWithMikes. Again, that's GameflyOffer.com slash NerdsWithMikes for your free 30-day trial. This week, we're talking about our reactions to Skyrim Special Edition and is remasters getting out of hand? Speaking of We'll hand. also discuss our favorite scary movies and Travis's... What's that? You love... You love handies? <laughs> yes. Behind dumpsters. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, if you're going to do it, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so, we're going to go ahead and start off by talking about our reactions to the Skyrim Special Edition. Now, Maxwell, I know that you haven't played Skyrim or played the special edition or anything like that. So just, I know it's a great round table. Yeah, it's going to be great. Mostly for the second part. Cause you'll be a part of that. What up? Uh, you, you'll be involved in most of this, except the reactions part. All right. So give us your reactions on a game you've never played. <laughs> I said, except reactions. Part. I'm just kidding. So Justin, this yes. game came out in 2011. I can't believe it's already been that long yeah. since this game came out. We've watched it grow up into <laughs> yeah, until, a, nice young until a remaster. Um, so I'm going to ask you, what are your thoughts on Skyrim Remastered? I love it. <laughs> you love it. I do. It's, <clears throat> I mean, at its core, it's the exact same game. <laughs> yes. Uh, just some slightly better paint. <laughs> it's still not even like I think great. the I think the element, um, like the the lighting, the yeah. weather effects. That's what I look for in a game is lighting and weather. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just I think joking. that's where you can tell the biggest difference. Yeah. As far as textures in the character no, and everything. No, the biggest difference, those mods. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. But I have to say, it ha- other than everything else that doesn't have to do with the characters, everything yeah. else looks like it's aged well. When it comes to the character models and like getting up close and looking and stuff at characters, that stuff has not aged well, no. in my opinion. Um, but we're... We don't really care about that, right? No. So let's talk about mods. Mods, mods, mods. Mods, mods, mods. So what are some of your... Stephen Hawking say mods, mods, mods. So the biggest... (laughs) So some of the biggest differences, obviously, between the PS4 edition and the Xbox One edition are the mods. It's that the PS4 version sucks. Exactly. I think there's like a... They're up to like 165 maybe on the Xbox, and on PS4 there's like less than... 12. Yeah, there's like less than 50. Um, the reason because of that, as we talked about it a few weeks ago, is that Sony was really reluctant to allow mods in the first place. Correct. And they are not allowing any mods to include external assets, which is things that are not already included in the game. Correct. So the Thomas the Tank Engine mod that everyone references, which is a stupid mod, but I, that's what you're into. That's fine. Uh, that's not possible because... Thomas the Tank Engine is not an asset included in Skyrim. You mean Thomas the Train was not actually in Skyrim? No, he, he wasn't. I mean, people think he was because of this mod, but no, he was not. <laughs> now, the Xbox uh, allows you to do that, so you're going to find much more variety. Correct. Much more silliness. Yes, Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> Maxwell, you would love that mod. It puts... Oh, yeah! <laughs> exactly. It puts Macho Man Randy Savage's head on all the dragons, and he also talks. <laughs> he, you also hear his voice before you see him. So, like at the very beginning of the game, when you think you're about to die and get your head chopped off, you don't see the dragon, but you hear Macho Man's coming for you. <laughs> and so then great. he lands, and you see this dragon with Macho Man's Rand, uh, Macho Man Savage's head. And as he breathes fire, he goes, "Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's that the best mod perfect. on the planet. It's it's awesome." But uh, anyways, yeah. 
Um, the mods are really what separates us apart from everything else. And I know it sounds silly because you've been able to play with mods on the PC for forever. Um, this is new territory, though, for console. And it's it a is. big step. And it, and it started with Fallout 4, but I think Skyrim is going to make it way more mainstream. You know what game I wish would allow mods on console? What? GTA 5. Well, they don't even allow mods on PC unless na- natively they don't allow no, it. But, no, But that would be sweet. <clears throat> yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's our general overall impressions. We... I feel like if you have already played through the game, it's still worth picking up and replaying through. At first, when I started playing, I was like, am I really going to go through this game again? And next thing you know, I'm up till 5 a.m. still playing this game. So, uh, And the mods completely changed the game. I mean, Justin said that he did a mod uh, that allows you to have an alternate start to the game. Yeah. So it starts at completely different. whole intro segment. And then Justin also just read that there's a mod that adds an additional 20 to 30 hours of gameplay. It's fully voice acted, has its own soundtrack. Which I mean, is it's crazy. Insane. That's a game. Wow. That's an expansion pack. Yeah. Yeah. Which is for free. Yeah. For free. Free. Which <laughs> honestly, the mod community is supporting this more than Bethesda themselves. Yeah. Well, they, they did their part with the expansions. Yeah, no, but for I mean, sure. that, that ship is sailed. You there's know, not going to be another DLC pack. You know who didn't do their part? Sony. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Drop the ball. Yeah. So. So this brings up another question, and Maxwell, this is where you can get involved. Uh, so do we all feel like remasters are getting out of hand? I mean, we have these new consoles, PS4s, Xbox Ones, but it seems like the bulk of games that we're getting are games that we've already played before and are getting remastered. Well, it's a good question, and it's interesting because you had just talked about I know Mass Effect 3, or 1, 2, and 3. Yeah, I know. I so I'm kind of on both sides, I guess, of this. Like, I want basically you just want the games that I want. you love. Yeah, SoCom <laughs> remastered. Yeah, like I think like I want more original titles and more titles that are made strictly for the next gen consoles. But then again, on the other side of that, like there's games that I missed out on that I would like to. And it's not necessarily the games that I've already played that I'm that I really want to get a remastered. It's the games that. I haven't played that I've always wanted to play that I wanted, would like to get a remaster of. Like, I'm not going to go back and, and play. Like, of course, I'm playing Skyrim, but there's not a whole lot of games I'd want to go back and play that I can think of. But there are games that I haven't played i like to see remastered. I mean, it, it just kind of depends on the game. Like, I kind of feel like the Batman Arkham, Return to Arkham, was a little overkill. I don't think we needed that. Right. And, I mean, they were good games, but... But they're not old enough, I think, to need a remaster. No, however... but. <laughs> I enjoyed those games a lot. Like, I played through them. I really loved them. I just didn't feel like it needed a remastered edition. Bioshock, on the other hand, I loved them, played through them, and I was excited about that remaster. I think it just kind of depends on... How much you like that game series? I liked them both a lot, but I just didn't really think Return to Arkham needed to happen yet. Maybe because Arkham Knight just came out this year. Right. And so that experience was still fresh, whereas Bioshock, we haven't had it for a few years. Yeah. So I needed that. Yeah, I think the big thing with me is is like I feel like remasters work best when you're doing like a, a, a trilogy or a series all together. Yeah. Like that I'm more okay with as opposed to just doing these individual titles, so to speak. Um I feel like I'm playing like I feel like I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit, but but I don't know. It's like I want more original titles, but there's just a few games that I would like to see remaster. What do you so think? Come. Yeah, not that. I could care less. What? Maxwell, what do you think? Well, like last week, uh, we were talking about a Metroid game remastered, you know, like Prime or something. 
and for me, that's that's what should be remastered because I would pick that up because I didn't pick it up back when it was on GameCube or whatever. And I don't have a GameCube. I'll never play that game. Right. But also for the for the sake that graphics are getting better and better, man, playing older games with bad graphics is it's so hard for me. It's just like watching old movies, something from the 80s that I haven't already seen and loved. If I've never seen it, I don't really want to see it because it's just old, Yeah, which no. is stupid. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. But I, I find that um, the games that I feel like we want remastered, now this is with the exception of Mass Effect, obviously, because we know there's another one coming out. But a lot of the ones we want remastered are games that we haven't gotten a new one of. Right. I mean, you. I mean, how long has it been since Nintendo's came out with a a, a Metroid game that's any good, or a Metroid game for that matter? I mean, it's been since the Wii that we've. Yeah, seen they Metro- did. Uh, I think on the um, the DS they made the Metroid Fighters oh, or whatever it is. It's, stupid, it's like yeah. not even really a Metroid game. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I. I think, like, at the end of the day, it all depends on what games that you value the most yeah. and what games you would really like to go back and play that you missed out like, on. I would play Mass Effect Remastered. I mean, like, if they announce that on Monday, I'm going to pre-order it probably immediately after the announcement. Same. I mean, I own it on PC. I own it all on Xbox 360. I don't care. I'm going to buy it again because I love it that much. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So, what's... Okay, and I, I know we... We talked about this once before, but we're going to narrow it down to one. Uh, and I think everybody already knows my answer. Um, what's one game that you would like <laughs> to see the remaster treatment to? Uh, well, for me, it's no surprise. Um, it's a little game. Hashtag? Uh, Fable. Just kidding. Oh. SOCOM remastered. <laughs> Give it to me, Sony. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Maxwell? You know what? Mario 64. That's a good pick. Hmm. I would love that. Do you want it with like the like the Wii U graphics, or do you want it still like with that blocky? <laughs> no, that wouldn't be much of a remaster. Well, no, no. Well, like yeah. they they <laughs> they remastered Ocarina of Time, and like it smoothed it out a little bit, but yeah. it still had that '64 look and feel to it. I would, I, no, know I it, want it to be. I, I want a visual re-overhaul if it was me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, whatever they're doing with uh, the Switch. Yeah. Did you see – so I just seen um, <clears throat> one of the articles on the, the interwebs that somebody finally found the final missing coin in because uh, there's, there's like 100 coins and most people could only ever get to 99. Oh, man, got 99 problems. Yeah, and you had to actually glitch into the map to get the, the final coin. That's it's cheating. It's ridiculous. But uh, and Maxwell – or I, I think I put it in the group chat, but did you all see what that person is doing with Ocarina at a time with the Unreal, Unreal. Engine? Yeah. I yeah. Really oh, my gosh. It looks so good. Like, and it looks like he's working on it to make it fully playable at one point, unless he's just going to keep it for himself. And Nintendo's going to shut that down the second uh, he releases it. For sure. For sure. Well, uh, mine, obviously, is going to be Mass Effect. I really feel like a dummy for missing out and just – I'm not even going to say missing out because I had chances to play it. I just yep. I just didn't make the time. Um you know, because as much as I look back and think how much I love the the Star Wars Old Republic games and and how oh I want that remastered yeah how, how I you know how Bioware really like captured me with those games and to think that those games are basically the same style of game but more of a sci-fi space shooter I don't know why I didn't pick it up so that is my pick okay 
Excellent pick. Yes. Um, so the second topic, we're actually going to combine two segments. We're going to combine our pick of the week. Uh, but for our pick of the week, we're going to pick our most um, memorable scary movies. So it's going to be our scary movie pick of the week for Halloween. Yeah, scary movie pick of the week. We should have had Stephen Hawking do the pick of the week. Oh, yeah. that'd be. <laughs> I don't even know if you would be able to understand anything that he would say. Pick of the week. Do, do, do. <laughs> yeah, it it would actually sound uh, weird enough. It would actually sound a little something like this. Pick of the week. <laughs> week! <laughs> but uh, so um, we're going to go ahead and start off with Maxwell. What is your favorite scary movie um, or just moment in, a, I guess, a scary movie if you have one? It just either gives you the weebie-jeebies or you think back about and it still like terrifies you. What? The weebie-jeebies. Weebie-jeebies. Uh, yeah, or as a kid, like you remember just as a kid when you seen it, you were just terrified. Like, Yeah. Um, I think as a kid, it would be – it may have been Alien 1, the first one, Alien. <laughs> How did I guess you were going to say Alien? <laughs> Um, but I think as an adult, let me think here. Uh, the, when I watched the ring, the very first ring. Oh yeah. The U S version. Cause I did, the, didn't know the Japanese one was out at that time, but dude, in, in the theater, I was like edge of my seat. And I usually am in a movie, like I don't get scared about stuff or whatever, but that one, oh man, that was just terrifying. Yeah, I could see as a child saying that that would be pretty terrifying, right? What the ring? That was in college. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking of something else. I don't know. I was still thinking about when you were talking about aliens, but yeah, no that I hear they're actually getting ready to remake. They're like working on remaking that movie, The Ring, which it just seems like movies aren't even out that long, and they're remaking movies. You know what I mean? Spider Man. Oh yeah, and Jumanji. Oh yeah. gosh. Yeah. Leave that one alone. I know. Justin, what's yours? I, I'm going to have two. That's fine. Uh, first one's the first R-rated movie I ever saw as a kid. First horror movie I ever saw, and that's Scream. Such a fun movie. Uh, it's fun. The first one, the yes. The first one, yeah. It's, it's, it's gory. It's <clears throat> probably too much for an elementary school kid to watch, but my mom and dad let me watch it anyway. Yeah. Number two, I think you and I actually saw number two in theaters. Um, uh, the Strangers. Yes. Didn't we see that together? Yes. And I still cannot get my wife to watch this movie. She's only made it ten movie, ten minutes into the movie. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, once they leave the house halfway through, it kind of loses its kind of appeal. But based on true events, <sighs> and yeah. the whole thing at the end, yeah, where they're just like, "Well, why'd you do this?" And they're like, "Because, because you, you were home." Yeah, because you were home. Like that's messed up. Yeah. Like if they wouldn't have been home, it wouldn't have happened. That movie though, like, oh my God, I went into it not knowing anything about it and I'm so thankful for that. It was so terrifying. Yeah, it, it was a good movie. I, I might watch that tonight. It's <laughs> a good movie. I wish I could watch it, but Sarah won't watch it. Anyways, um, I'm trying to think about mine. So mine as a kid, there was two movies that just terrified me and you're probably, one of them you'll laugh at me for sure unless you haven't heard of it. But Ernest Scared Stupid? No. <laughs> um, the first one was the original Nightmare on Elm Street. That's a good one. Like... Something about Freddy, the fact that he could invade your dreams as a child was absolutely terrifying to me. Yeah. And obviously, he just looked like a, a creeper that got caught on fire and his skin melted. Yep. 
and his claws, obviously. But uh, it's just I don't know. It's Wolverine's man. dead. Did you know that? Yeah. But the biggest <laughs> thing was just the mu- the music and the tone of the movie, along with the character. Just those things blended together was just terrifying to me as a child. I mean, of course, they ended up getting silly where he was like meatballs on a pizza and just really weird stuff. But just the original was just terrifying to me. Um, in the second one, and nobody's probably seen this movie, so you're probably not going to know what I'm talking about, but there used to be a series of movies called Puppet Master. Um, and they were basically these little puppets that came to life, but they would murder people in this hotel. And it seemed, Was the Puppet Master himself like this long, white-haired guy? Yes. Okay, I remember seeing the and, covers. I don't think I ever saw and the they had like a And they had like a trunk, and like they lived in a trunk because the guy would take them to hotels or whatever, but they would let themselves out and just go on a killing spree. But like one of the bad guys was like this real stocky like puppet, and he had a drill for a head, and he would just drill through people. And there was like Jeez. this one girl puppet that would like spit um, leeches out on people that like sucked, sucked them dry. And there was a guy that had like... <laughs> White, a white face with long gray hair, and his eyes were sunk into his head. It was just terrifying. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it reminds me of a childhood movie that it was on TV actually, like uh, on Fox. The ones to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was. I can't remember the name of it, but it was. Um, they're like these three little gremlin-looking creatures that come out of the toilet. Comes out of the toilet. I it's don't not. Know. Goonies, but it it always made me think of that not, movie no, title. It's not toilet. I was thinking of cri- uh, critters, kind of like where they're little balls and they roll around everywhere. But I right, don't think yeah. they came out of the toilet, did they? I don't. That think. one that one freaked me out because yeah. of the oh god, yeah, yeah. But that the one on the toilet, man. When I was a kid, I, I would be afraid sometimes to sit <laughs> in the toilet. <laughs> I'm still afraid to sit on the toilet. I'll be honest, because you don't know what's gonna happen next. But. Uh, but yeah, anyways, um, but yeah, so that's some of our our most memorable ones. Um, if you guys are listening and would like to uh, to write in and tell us what yours were, we'd be really interested to read those on on the air and yep. hear what you guys have to say. Uh, Maxwell, you want to go ahead and close us out? Um, you know what, guys? Thank you for listening, and we really hope you enjoyed this episode, um, as all of our episodes. We look forward to hearing from you, and as always, you can like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter twitch and youtube um and there's actually an instagram out there that randomly gets used yes um (laughs) and you can reach us via email at podcast at nadswithmikes.com also please subscribe uh review the show we'd love to hear feedback and most importantly share it the sharing is caring and uh and uh make sure that you uh sign up for that gamefly trial Gameflyoffer.com slash nerds with mics. Just make sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, that Instagram. We need to we need to get that going. By yeah. the way. You want to uh, be the, in charge of that? Yeah, you want to be in charge. I, I would like to be in charge of that. My concern is I use my personal one so much and you can't I did the log in and out of them. No, all the you time. can switch. There's a little button at the top. Uh, if you have two accounts at the top, you just click it and you it's a drop down menu, you pick which one you want. Oh well yeah, never mind. Yeah, let's get it. same let's get this done. Stuff. I'm let's not get this show lot. started. Yeah. All right, so, Travis. Nice. Let's get this show started.